Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship and sex alchemist, Milica Yelenich. Welcome, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we are having a conversation that is all about penises. I know some of that just like some of you just like went, ooh, fascinating. Okay, well, we're actually going to be talking specifically about penile pain, which there are a lot of reasons why that might exist. So hold your horses before we jump in on this topic. For those of you who are brand new to this show, this station, on the on the Inspired Choices Network, there are tons of different shows you can listen to with lots of different hosts. And one of the uh, the shows is mine, The Pleasure Zone. I've been on for over nine years. And the topics we talk about on here have all to do with sex, intimacy, bodies. Sometimes we dive into the health like we are today. And sometimes we dive into things historical, sometimes sociological, anthropological, psychological. Oftentimes you'll walk away knowing just a little bit more than you did before the show started. So there's always an element of education in this as well. And today's bit of education is going to be about penile pain. And the reason I'm talking about this is last week's show, I talked about hymen variants. And a lot of the hymen variants can cause what a lot of, um, you know, a lot of times if you have a vagina and you have a hymen, if you have pain in it, you might have pain because of hymen variants. And you might have pain in the vagina for other reasons as well. Sometimes there's inflammation, infection. And I've talked about things like that as well, like vaginismus and, um, and different things that would cause vaginal pain or vulvodynia where the whole vulva has pain, but I haven't really talked a lot about penile pain. I have talked about STDs as well. And if I have talked about penile pain, boy, it was probably several years ago and I don't remember talking about it because it's been over 400 episodes, guys, and I try to bring something new to the table as much as I can. So the big question that I'm posing for tonight's show is, is it normal penile pain? Is it normal to have it? Well, the truth is no. Uh, does it occur quite frequently? Yes. So a lot of these questions when I'm asking you, is it normal? A lot of times these things are not necessarily considered normal. They might be common. They might be not harmful to your body. But if they're causing you pain, then there's an issue. And so tonight, some of the things we'll be talking about they might make you feel a little queasy. So there's a warning that comes with this show. I was going to give more warnings. Uh, I was actually considering bringing on props, but I also would like to be able to keep this so that I don't get chucked off of a, bun a bunch of the places where this goes to video. I was going to bring on props so that you could see what uh, the different things would look like in a penis with a penile fracture 
or Peyronie's disease. Um, however, I'm not going to do that. I'll, I will use my finger perhaps to give you an indicator of, of what that might look like. Or use your imagination. And by all means, if you're really curious, go and look up some pictures of what these things look like. Because again, we are not going to be flashing pictures of these things on here just to try and keep it to make sure that we can keep this show on air. All right. So one of the questions, if you have a penis and you've ever experienced penile pain and it wasn't, you know, uh, something that was acute, acute meaning that it just happened, it was quick and it was over. Uh, if it's something that's chronic, it's something that you really need to look at. So if you've had acute pain, for example, if uh, maybe a football got chucked at you and it went right right into your crotch and you got penile pain. That can happen if somebody kicked you, hit you, punched you, whatever. There's a lot of different reasons why there might be pain that happens suddenly. Or like in that, um, there was a movie about something about Mary and the guy zips his penis up into his pants. Now that, that would cause penile pain for sure. Those are acute issues. Now, they can cause long-term issues as well. However, in, at that moment, they are acute issues. So we're talking today more about long-term issues. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I think a lot of men have a lot of, for one thing, a lot of fear around discussing it. And it can feel demasculinating. It can also feel like something that you want to ignore if you have for example, if you have any body dysmorphia already um, and you have a penis and you have body dysmorphia, having pain in your penis would probably create even more dysmorphia, which a lot of times when people have body dysmorphia, they don't often talk about it. It's usually something that is kept quite private for a very long time, which can also cause issues, right? So talking about it, being able to work with it so that you can feel better about yourself and, and your body as well, feeling happy with and having your body. So why don't men talk about these things? Well, it's not just men, right? I'm, I'm going, I'm really specifically talking about if you have a penis. Why? Because we do have categorically, there are people who are also intersex. If we're going even just with biology, there are people who are intersex who can also present with um, physiologically with a penis, but they may internally have other things going on. Um, so the chromosomes and the genetics of it may, of the whole situation may be very different. So I'm going with the body part, not the gender and not the sex of the person. We're going with if you, so if you experience penile pain and there may be some things going on, and um, so, yes, and for the most part, if if you do have experienced pain, I'd also like to just reiterate that absolutely talk to professionals about it. Uh, there are also, you'll probably, probably find that there are support groups for like everything under the sun. So there are even support groups for 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 different situations with different diseases. Um, and there are, there are chat rooms, there are, you know, probably reddits 
all about these things as well. I'm not like, I don't go on to Reddit, so I don't really know a lot about this, but I'm sure that um, when I was doing research for the show on Hyman variants, there's Reddits that have tons of information on Hyman variants. I didn't dive super deep into the penile pain Reddits, although I'm sure they exist as well. So feel free to go on those. And the reason for that is like 99% of the stuff that you need to know is that you will need to go to a urologist, a specialist, somebody who can actually help you with whether it's inflammation um, in the glands, whether you're having, you know, you've got an STI, whether you've had a fracture, whether there's scar tissue, where whatever it is, you actually require a medical specialist, a urologist more than likely to be able to help you through this and to not have shame around it is that we're gonna talk about a bunch of the different things that could be creating this so that you don't feel so weird or that you're hiding it. And I think one of the main ones that is probably one that maybe doesn't get spoken a lot about or discussed or possibly hidden is where, so there's something called Peyronie disease where the, when, when the person has an erection, the penis can go into like various different um, bends and sh and shapes. So, so it can have an angle. And sometimes the angle is very, sh like a very sharp angle, like a 30 degree, 40 degree angle. You can actually end up with a lot of pain because of this. And so it's something to, to be aware of that, you know, if you're experiencing something like that Peyronie's disease, it actually starts from scar tissue. And it's probably been caused because maybe you did get hit when you were little, like I was saying earlier, from a football or from, you know, something that was some or a fall on your bike. That's a really common one too, where you hit the bar and, and then the scar tissue starts to grow and there's a plaque that grows um, in the penis and it's formed uh, and it starts to form some ridges. And so when the, so here's a penis, there's scar tissue growing on it. So when you go, you have an erection, it's gonna move the, the shape of the erection won't be straight. It'll start to move around the scar tissue and it can create fairly, sometimes it's just a round bend, but sometimes you get angles that can be quite painful. So generally, what they do say about Peyronie's disease is that they don't really know what the actual causes, although what they do find is that there is scar tissue a lot of times. And the the biggest, greatest guess is that I would say that it's probably from, if you're having scar tissue, there's probably been some trauma to the area. And if there's been trauma, then it could have been from any any kind of trauma that would have been hitting punching, any kind of uh, impact could cause that. So for Peyronie's disease, for example, and you've got a very, um, it would cause a lot of pain for one. Uh, the connective tissue is going to just create a lot of um, different shapes. Like there isn't like one specific shape that comes with Peyronie's disease. It could be like a small curve. It could be like a very defined curve. Uh, it could have even um, like even when, 
for example, even when the penis is flaccid, you can still sometimes see a curve, a curve in it. So it could curve to the left or the right or under or up. It might not be straight even when it's flaccid. So you can have a lot of variants that would go on in there. And for the most part, some people don't notice it because the curvature isn't so extreme, but for some other people, it can cause a great deal of pain, especially if you're doing anything like inserting it into any holes that can cause, uh, you know, just trying to even get in there. It can cause a lot of uh, pain, but however, it can strangely cause a lot of pleasure for the person receiving it. So if you ever look at any sex toys that have curves that are designed, they're like specifically designed for um, like G-spot orgasm, they often have a curve in them. And sometimes they have quite a pronounced curve at the tip. And so if you have a toy that's curved and that's gonna create some, some we'd say like they're designed for G-spot orgasm. So if you have a penis that's, then it's also got the curve, it may actually be curved for pleasure as long as the person who's got the curvature and has got the Peyronie's disease is not in pain. So I remember watching years ago, um, I really love the British and I love British shows and they had one on um, embarrassing bodies it was called and somebody was on there who had Peyronie's disease and the, the angle of the penis was very extreme and they ended up going through surgery, getting the scar tissue removed. And when that happens, it also can cause like if you have an inch of scar tissue and an inch of scar tissue has to be removed, then subsequently, then when you have erections in the future, your the penis is also the you know you're not going to have say an eight inch erection, you're going to have a seven inch erection. It will reduce not necessarily exactly, but it will reduce the length of the erection. So that's often sometimes that's quite often uh, a reason why people will just leave it is because they don't want to lose length. However, if it is painful, they will go for surgery. That is a really, really common one. Um, so that curvature caused by whether it's the falls or the, whatever it happened to be that caused the, the scar tissue, super common. So I'm going to talk to you about a bunch of other super common ones as well that can cause issues, pain, um, things that can cause infection and things you definitely want to look at and make sure you're taking care of and, and don't have shame around these. If you've got these things going on, please go and seek help. Go see a urologist to make sure that you look after this because some of the ones I will be talking about are things like fungal infections, viral infections, and these are all really, these can cause a lot of pain. And then there, some of them are transmittable as well. So you want to make sure that you're not passing this on. So STIs of any kind, you want to make sure that you don't have that. So if you are experiencing pain, absolutely go get it checked out by, you know, you can go to your family doctor. You might need to get referred to a specialist, but it needs to be looked after. So you are listening to the Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? 
Lean In Now with Milica Jelanić, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Jelanić. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzajelanich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Today, we are talking about a topic that I don't know if I have talked about before, but I think it's an important one because in order to have pleasure, you need to get rid of some of the things that are causing you pain, whether that's emotional pain or physical pain, and be able to feel happy and healthy and present with your your lover, lovers, however many you've got. And on some previous shows, I've talked about um, vaginismus, I've talked about vulvodynia, and I've also talked about hymen variants. And those are all things, along with some other things that can cause uh, pain if you have a vulva. And so today we're talking all about if you have a penis and if you have pain, what can you do about it? So one of the common ones that things that can cause pain is Peyronie disease with the curvature of the penis. That's a really common one. There are many, many, many reasons that you could have pain. I'm, I'm just going to tap into some of the most common ones um, and things like STIs. So what here's your here, you know, here's your kind of standard course of action is to look at you know, when you have an erection, do you have curvature? Do you notice that you have pain when you have an erection or when you don't have an erection? Um, if you have, when you don't have an erection, if there's no pain, then it's, you know, it might not have to do anything with scar tissue or anything like that happening. If you have pain and it's at maybe the tip, the glands rather than on the shaft, then it could be something else. And sometimes you can actually have a pain that's caused by the foreskin, and that's called phimosis. It's where this foreskin is too tight. And I actually know adults who have had their foreskin, they, they've ended up, say, in their like teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, even older, ending up um, having to have their, having to get snipped in, uh, in those ages. So 
it's never it's never too late to have that done. It is also one of the reasons why you know sometimes uh, um, you know even in in children that can happen, right? There can also be this foreskin can get really tight, and that can be quite painful for for in children as well. So I know that that it's not uh, just designated to adults, but it does it can happen um, over time. Um, so we're to the point where you can't actually pull the the foreskin over the head of the penis it, it's like stuck and it doesn't go and so it's, it's just like way too tight so oftentimes you'll end up getting snipped so that is a really easy that can be a really really easy um solution right so that consider that as an option right if you happen to have a foreskin issue you might have other issues that go on under the foreskin like smegma right that can be a pretty that one you can usually smell so there's usually like a funk a funk going on that smells kind of fungally and fungally and funkily and that can be causing well it can cause a lot of irritation and it can cause um it's also something that you don't want to have because you don't want to be passing that over to your lovers either because there is there is a level of, of uh, transmittable stuff going on when it comes to smegma as well. So these are the wonderful things that foreskins have to offer. And so it's just smegma naturally does occur, but if it gets if it gets kind of stuck under the foreskin and it doesn't get cleaned out, it can it can start to get a little bit um, built up and stinky and it can get sore so retract the for if you have a foreskin retract your foreskin clean under clean around wash it up don't use anything with scent on it no scented soaps on your penis no scented soaps on your vulvas either or in the vagina like don't be shoving soap up inside the vagina is like a very naturally a cleaning oven and the foreskin for, the, for cleaning a penis, you just if you have foreskin, retract the foreskin, clean under. If you can't retract the foreskin, and you you need to have, um, you know, you need to have that either removed or fixed. If you have phimosis, then you need to maybe seek seek some medical attention on that front. So, so there are so many. When you think about a penis, there's quite a lot of anatomy internally, and then there's external skin as well. You could have things that are going on internally that are causing pain, like scar tissue. You can have things going on externally that would be like the infections in the in, under the foreskin. You can even have things that are growing growing on the penis, like you can have moles. Although they might not cause pain, you can have things that can grow and cause pain like cysts, warts, uh, moles, cancer tumors, you know, penile cancer can cause pain. Um, that's not usually external, but it's internal. But what you would see externally is generally a change in color of the, the shaft of the penis. So you would see a different, those are some things to look for. But if you happen to have pain um, in, you know, if, if you have that, Sometimes you'll have cancers that develops in the skin, but you can also have cancer that develops in the tissues of the penis. So 
if you see things like ulcers or sores or a change in color, that's really big warning signs to make sure you can go get that looked at. Also, sometimes you can have erections that never go away. And I know some, some people would be like, hey, that's amazing. I'll have the never-ending erection. Mm, but it can also create a lot of, uh, that can also create a lot of pain too. So why, why wouldn't you want that is because it can actually be a sign of a serious medical condition. So when you have, um, so when you have a condition where you're, you have an erection and the erection doesn't go away for like ever, that is something called priapism. And priapism is, it's where you naturally have, like, this is not induced by medicine. So you're going to naturally have an erection that can go on for a really long time, even though there's no stimulation, there's nothing going on. You could just be standing there erection for hours and there's different kinds of priapisms. We're not going to get into like the details on that. Just know that if you, if you do have erections that last for hours and hours and they don't go away and you're not even being stimulated. There's no visual stimulation. There's nothing that is stimulating you at all. You're not wearing anything. You're not in a kink situation. There's no reason for it. You're just walking around chronically with an erection and it's becoming painful. That is something that you may want to go seek medical help for because for one thing, it can it can, in a way, it can create some issues in your life. You know, if you are walking around, say, a grocery store and you have a chronic erection, you know, people have gotten in trouble for things like this. Like they've, you know, what do they call it? It's like being lewd or something, um, doing that publicly. So you'd have to be able to hide it well. So if you're having like a lot of pain or aching or throbbing and it just doesn't go away and the erection doesn't go away, you may have uh, something that needs to be further researched. Um, sometimes there are medications that can be injected to help with that. Um, and sometimes it's a sign of something bigger. Sometimes it can be a sign, crazily enough, that you need to go and get checked for cancer. So, by, by saying like sustained for hours and hours, we're talking like four, five, six hours with no stimulation, right? It's just occurring with no, please go get that checked. Uh, especially if you're not on any medication that would have that show up for, there's, there are medications that would make that happen. Uh, you know, those happy pills that would make that happen, but generally they also require some stimulation and they also don't last for like six hours usually so yeah oh I can feel people like cringing in their seats right now thinking about pain and thinking about oh wait no I want no I want to go I want to have I want to have be with somebody who's got an erection that lasts for 24 hours well do you um there, there's a reason why the body gets stimulated and then it loses stimulation. Like we can't be stimulated 24 seven. That is like being, it would be like being in fight or flight 24 seven. It's a reaction. It's a nervous system reaction. You don't want it to be chronically happening or your body is going to be in a state that's like 
oversensitized and it can actually cause other issues. So there, you know, there's decent amount of time and, and we'll get into more, more things on if, you know, if you are having pain, even with stimulation, say, for example, your partner is stroking your penis and there's pain maybe on the, the glands, um, near the foreskin, um, you might have you might have a little bit of something going on there. You might have uh, like a little infection happening. Uh, so definitely look at it too, because there can be like redness, there can be irritation. And if there is redness and irritation on the glands, then you might have something that's called balanitis and balanitis is usually you can you can get rid of this with some um, usually some different creams and topical things that you would normally use for uh, inflammation and rashes, but you need to get absolutely that needs to be looked at by specialists because you want to make sure that what what they're looking at um, and they would usually take a culture or they should take a culture to find out what's going on instead of just giving you something and slapping it on. You want to make sure that whatever they are giving you the medication for matches the condition. I've I've heard too many times in the last few months from so many people that they've gone for, they've gone and they said, well, I think I have a UTI and the doctor doesn't even test their urine, just gives them like antibiotics. Meanwhile, they have like fungal infections and the the antibiotics are feeding the fungus and the, the infections are getting worse and worse and worse. So you want to make sure you're actually being tested. And if you don't know what to ask for in terms of testing, ask them to test for funguses, ask them to test for bacterias, ask them to test for even things like, um, you know, gram negative bacteria, which are protozoa. They're like kind of in the parasite family. Like you want to check for everything, whatever they're willing to test you for, get it tested because here's the thing is if you don't get it checked and you leave it prolonged and it prolongs and prolongs for a really long time, do you want to be the person who ends up having to get your penis removed because you have an infection that could have been looked after, but then it didn't. And like, who knows, you don't want to lead to anything. I'm not trying to scare you guys, but I'm also trying to help you become aware that it's just as important to look after any conditions that are going on in your genitals as you would for say, if you had um, a throat infection or an eye infection, probably if you had an eye infection, you'd go get that checked right away. Take all your body parts just as seriously. They need to be looked after when the conditions arise. All right, we're gonna head to our next commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. 
you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzayelenich.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight we're talking about an often not talked about topic. We're talking about penile pain. And I know uh, I can hear people out there going, ah, who cares? Actually, I've, I've, uh, I've heard many people say that before. And I think we should care about all body parts and be kind to them. So I care. And if somebody is experiencing pain and they're experiencing penile pain specifically, the show is for you. And this is really about looking at uh, I'm not talking about every single condition under the sun that could be causing you um, penile pain. However, I'm talking about some of the more common ones, things like injuries, things like Peyronie disease, which um, from what I saw on the uh, Embarrassing Body show, they did talk about that as being caused by some scar tissue, which can also be called you know, you can also have scar tissue caused by what's called a penile fracture, although you can't fracture a penis because there's no actual bone happening in there. Uh, the way that you end up having a penile fracture is that usually it occurs when when you're when the penis is erect and it's trying to you're trying to put it into something. So whether you're trying to enter an anus or a vagina and there is and it just so here we have if you're watching visuals on on video here you have your entry point and here you have your 
penis trying to get in, but it's missing, right? And it's like, oh, oh no. And then it bends. And then you get this bend thing happening. So that can cause pain for sure, that that bend. It's one of the reasons why it's always good to be able to see where you're entering. Like, can you see the hole that you're going into? Feel the hole up so that you can enter without like creating pain. And one of the things that you might have to do is take time off of actually having erections. So you could, you might have to ice up. You might have to actually get it looked at. There may be, um, there may be some things you have to do to prevent yourself from having an erection as well. So that can, that can happen too with, even with masturbation, you could be aggressively masturbating and then, you know, push on the penis in a funny way or your hand slips or something slips and then boom you could you could fracture your own penis although it's not truly a fracture it's an injury in a way so you know it's not always uh it's not always just because oh well I that won't happen to me because I don't have a partner but oh but you could have that happen to you because you could do it to yourself so we've talked about different things that cause pain we've talked about infections we've talked about these um, scar tissues what are some alternatives right i like looking at all the different options of what we can do there's definitely definitely seek medical uh, advice because i cannot tell you in my position that you shouldn't so yes go seek it go seek it and get as many opinions as you like on these things if you are having internal burning pain, the, you know, you might be experiencing a UTI, urinary tract infection. So you want to get, you want to get that checked. You want to make sure that you don't have an infection. And if you need to take um, some kind of medication for that, then do that. A lot of times though, you, you can be taking medications for things like infections, but what you also need to remember so that you don't have reoccurring infections is that you need to do things to say, for example, if you've been on antibiotics for an extended period of time for an STI or a UTI, then you want to make sure that you're doing things to replace all the, all the bacteria that you've killed off through your antibiotics. So you want to take your prebiotics and your probiotics and prebiotics come in the form of foods, which is usually things like yogurt and kefir and sauerkraut and kimchi, all those kind of great fermented foods. Miso, those are all great fermented foods that can really help the prebiotic growth. And probiotics are things that you can absolutely take that are substitutes that have acidophilus bifilis in them. You want them to be a live culture so that they're actually working on your gut, replacing all of those things. And why I say that is because it's one thing to go and get all these things done, but then if you're not taking care of your health after the fact, then you could get re reinfected quite easily. And you're going to want to do some things to make sure that if you are having chronic infections of any kind, inflammation, infections, that you get certain things checked in your blood work. You're going to want to get all the different parts of your white blood cells checked and your red blood cells checked. You want to make sure your levels are normal um, or even better than normal. Like you want them at the high end of normal, not that low end of normal, because the range for blood is quite vast. So aim for that high end of normal 
for sure. And make sure that if, you know, if your doctors don't have recommendations for you on how to improve your, your blood health and how to improve um, any of that, then connect with one of the health professionals on this station. I'm one of them. We've also got Lizzie Enns. We've also got, um, a f- we've got a few people on Inspired Choices Network that can work with you, that can get um, different things to assist you so that you can have better health uh, overall, right? So there's one thing we've got infections. So taking care of the infection is super important. Now we've got pains that could be caused by fracture. One of the things which is not really talked about, and I didn't see, you know, inf- when, when we're talking information on Google, when it comes to different uh, health situations, it's always go see your doctor, right? So I'm putting that out to you guys too. Always go see your doctor. They usually don't talk about these uh, alternative things and the the measures that you need to take after the fact. So one of the things that if you do have scar tissue, there are homeopathics that are really good with scar tissue. So they can help with things like Peyronie disease. I cannot say those out loud to you here. I know what they are. However, Uh, That would be like prescribing them to you. And I would need to talk to you personally to know what you need. And also, if you happen to know homeopaths, connect with one because they can also figure out the remedy that's specific to you. And generally, uh, like things like homeopathic remedies are very specific, not just to your condition, but also to your personality trait and certain other things that even the difference between how you react to different lighting in different temperatures, it's very specific on what you would give a person for their condition. So you can do things that are homeopathic. You can do herbal things too. You can do, for those of you watching on video, you probably see a whole bunch of things on my shelves back there. Those are like uh, herbal remedies, gemotherapy. I've got some homeopathics way up at the top. I don't know if you can see those. And just a variety of things that I often test people for. So there's lots of options, but also one of the things for scar tissue is having massage. So you would need to go to somebody who is professional about doing um, what they, they're, not everybody will do massage for scar tissue, especially not everybody will do it on um on a penis because there's often the misunderstanding either via the client or the practitioner that something becomes sexual when it's not. So you need to go somebody who to somebody who's actually a specialist in scar tissue treatment for massage, whether they're doing, you know, whether depending on the, the work they do, but myofascial release would be really great for that because that can help with a lot of releasing from uh, scar tissue situations and there are people who do somatic body work as well somatic sexual somatic body work body workers will often and they are trained and they are often able to work on genitals through consent and through understanding and their like forms and release things that need to be signed but that can also help with conditions like um, that that have scar tissue you can massage yourself as well. So you can 
find in tissues, you can often find where there is scar tissue. And sometimes just rubbing it in circular motions around where the scar tissue is can start to release it uh, and break it apart and then your body can deal with it. So there's a variety of ways to deal with these things. If you do have injury, then, you know, using the, using all the, the different cold things. If you do have all, all the signs of cancer and somebody tells you that you do have cancer, I also invite you to do some self-exploration, some self-questioning exploration on your own sexuality and how you see yourself as a sexual being if you've judged yourself um, for any of your thoughts around how you are, you know, how you are as a sexual being. You know, it can be feelings of not being a valuable lover or valuable as, say, a person who has a penis. You might not feel valuable that way. You might have a lot of disgust or disgusting feelings from your childhood or your past or from past lovers that could even be just in the last few years. So these things like cancers, I think it's really important, absolutely get them checked, go about the route you would like to do for healing it, whether it's a natural route or whether you're going medically. And please look at like some of the underlying core uh, emotional things that are going on that are likely, highly likely connected to it as well. So these are all important facets of healing and being able to get out of penile pain and it's not something that you necessarily have to live with for life if you actually address it and deal with it. So we're going to round up this episode when we come back from this commercial break. You're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time? For a totally different sexual evolution. Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone Radio Show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet pleasure seekers. Tonight, we are talking all about penile pain. Why are we doing that? We're doing that because it is so important for for you if you have if you're experiencing penile pain to know that there are a variety of reasons for it you don't need to jump to conclusions that the first thing is it's got to be cancer and at the same time don't negate that it's just brushing like don't just brush it off 
absolutely go find out what's going on. And it could be something as simple as just needing some um, antibiotics. It could be something as simple as that, you know, you need to have, uh, you need to get snips so that your, you know, your foreskin is actually able to retract. It could be so, so many different variety of reasons that, um, that this could be going on. So definitely address it. And I think the more that we can have conversations about this, the more that you'll start to know that there are so many reasons and you don't have to jump to conclusions and it can show up in different ways. And one of the main things that I'd also like to mention too, is that, that, you know, if you're having things like uh, dermatitis, which can be like itchy, painful, scratchy, the skin on, uh, on the penis, atopic dermatitis, you, you know, there are creams you can take, but what I also want you to know is that there are options, right? So if, if you've tried the medical route and it doesn't work for you, try a naturopath, try a homeopath, try traditional Chinese medicine, because sometimes these things are, uh, you know, you've got like an infection that shows up in one place, but it's been streaming throughout your entire system. It could be it could have been in your system for ages before it shows up and you just didn't know it. So sometimes putting things on atopically to just try and get rid of the, the itch or the pain, it will it will suffice for it'll be temporary solution, but it's not a long term solution. So sometimes it's going to require you to have a lifestyle change in order to get rid of the pain. And then you also need to question does is this is this relevant to you like is is it relevant to you to get rid of the pain because some people actually don't care and you you don't have to care um it's unfortunate to me if you don't care about yourself and your body but you know if you know somebody that's experiencing this the one thing that you might want to say is like if they're really not interested in getting help then then what you might need to do is if you happen to be their lover is just break off having sex with them because if they have an infection then you shouldn't be doing that anyway because you can get it and then it can be you could just be passing it back and forth and it's a mess and and then if they are experiencing pain and they don't want to do anything about it there may be some other things going on where they don't feel sufficient as a lover they don't really want to be a lover maybe they're just this is something that they need to deal with in their own time, but it's not something you can push somebody into healing. That's for sure. What you could do is you could direct them to this show, let them know that there are lots of reasons they could be experiencing this and definitely encourage them to seek medical advice and medical attention so that at least they're on the step to healing and offer to go with them. Cause a lot of times too, it can just be fear of being alone and there's the shame and there's all the other emotional stuff that goes along with it. So if you are experiencing pain in your penis and it's been going on for even more than like four or five days, you've had this pain happening, seek medical advice. Number one, if you already have sought medical advice and it's done nothing for you, go seek other types of health advice, whether that's your naturopath, your homeopath, like I've mentioned, um, look at all the different types of healing, Ayurvedic. I'm naming a bunch repeatedly so that you guys can know there are options and you should look and can look at all the different options. 
that are available. And so I think just as a summary, when if you've if you've experienced pain and you experienced pain in the past and you ignored it, is it still going on? One of the things to do is kind of gather up some of the thoughts and ideas in your head about what was going on in your life. These are all questions I would ask you if you came to me. What was going on in your life at the time this started? How are you feeling emotionally? What was your relationship like? You know, what? you know, what do you think triggered this? Doesn't mean that you know for sure what triggered it, but what you think triggered is just important as maybe what actually did trigger it. And then look at what are you willing to do to actually make it better? Are you willing to change your diet, change where you work, change what you do for, change your lover, change your, um, your soap. Like if you're getting infections because you're using soap that's aggravating you, you need to change your soap. It could be that simple, change your diet, so what are you willing to do in order to get yourself better? And it starts with choosing to do that and then seeking out and asking for advice and assistance from professionals who know what they can do to assist you. <clears throat> so these things can be minor. These things can be major. They can be minor to the point where you can sometimes just wash them away, give your penis some air, you know, where you're not like surrounding it with underwear all night long, like give yourself some air and some space, wash it off with water on a regular daily, daily basis. And make sure that, you know, it's dry, it's clean, and take care of it. Like just, I think ultimately it's hygiene is a really good part of this. And then also checking and seeing that there's if there's any anomalous things going on, like scar tissue or pain that's happening and keep on top of it as soon as you can check it out. If it happens and if it seems to stay prolonged, for example, if you had the penile fracture, which is not really a fracture and it doesn't go away with icing it for a few days, then definitely seek medical help for some of you who like doing things like painkillers. You might need that. Um, and there are alternatives as well, like homeopathics that are great for pain and inflammation reduction. So seek out all the all the different alternatives that you can if if you've already sought help and it hasn't worked for you. Next week, we're going to be talking about another show of is it normal? Because I have a lot of is it normal questions to look at. And we're going to be talking about genitals and all the different variations of genitals and how they show up sizes, shapes, variations. Just so you can know, you're basically all the same. Thank you for listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Jelanić. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.